Timothy, my son, the saying is sure and worthy of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, and I am the foremost of sinners. But I received mercy for this reason that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience for an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life to the king of ages immortal and visible the only god the honor and glory to the ages of ages amen peace be with you the reader passing by. And he cried, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me receive my sight. And Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God and all the people when they saw it. Gave praise to God. to all the people. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Every time I 
read this gospel passage, it reminds me of the time that I was in the Holy Land and uh, spent some time in Jericho and even rode a camel in Jericho. I actually rode a camel on Mount Sinai too, but this was the first time I ever was that close to a camel and, and got on one. Sinai was the last time that I'll ever get on a camel. <laughs> I prefer horses. But Jesus is coming into the village of Jericho and he is followed by a huge crowd going with him. By this time, his authority and his miracles are well known. And there's a man there named Bartimaeus, and he's the blind man. And he is, as he always was, sitting by the roadside begging. And the crowd of people are in front of him because they're lining the road that passes through Jericho. And so he's in the background. And he asks what's going on. And they tell him that Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And he's heard of Jesus. He's heard of his miracles. And he is a man of faith. And so he begins to cry out very loudly because he's sitting there. And the crowd is in front of him, and Jesus is in front of the crowd. Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. And the whole Son of David shows that he believes that this Jesus is the Messiah that has been promised, who is of the lineage of David. And so the people that are in front of him, that are lining the road... He's crying so loudly that they're annoyed with him and they try to quiet him and restrain him. And he cries out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And so Jesus, hearing him, and of course I always have to say this, but Jesus knew that he would encounter the blind man. It wasn't accidental. He knew that he would cry out. And he knew that he would be repressed. And he knew that he would cry out all the more. And so he was listening to him. And when he heard him, he stopped. And he told the people near him, Go and bring him to me. And in the Gospel of Mark, Mark actually includes this part of the event. There are people who literally go from Jesus to Bartimaeus and say, Come, the Master is asking for you. And Bartimaeus, Mark says, literally threw off his outer garment and stood up and was led by these men right to Jesus. I love how Mark includes that he threw off his outer garment and the fathers have a picnic with this because they say it's not by accident that Mark includes this in his gospel. This outer garment symbolizes for Bartimaeus his old way of life and his embracing a new way of life through faith. So when Bartimaeus is in front of Jesus, Jesus says, What do you want me to do for you? 
Now, we might think, well, that's obvious. But Jesus didn't think so. And he didn't think so for two very important reasons. The first reason is this conversation between Bartimaeus and Jesus is the exact same thing that happens to us when we are praying. We all know, if we think about it, that Jesus already knows everything that I need and that I want. So I could simply say, I'll come before Jesus in silence. I don't need to say anything. He already knows. But every time I come before Jesus, every time you come before Jesus in prayer, He is literally saying, James, what do you want me to do for you? You say it. You give voice to your heart. You give voice to your thoughts. Because when you say it, you start to see it more for what it is. You make your thinking and your heart's desire incarnate before yourself. And it gives you the opportunity to see this in front of you and translate it into actions that are commensurate with where you're at inside of yourself. And this is really important. It was very important for Bartimaeus to say to Jesus, Lord, I want to receive my sight. Now notice he doesn't call him Jesus. He doesn't call him Son of David when he's face to face. He now calls him Lord. What great faith this blind man had. He couldn't see with the eyes in his head. But he could see with the eyes in his heart for sure. The people all around him in the crowd could see with their human physical eyes. But those who were restraining him saying, Be quiet. Calm down. What are you doing? You're making a commotion. They could not see with the eyes of their heart. He saw his need. And he believed that Jesus could heal him. And Jesus alone. And he had one chance. And there was nothing and no one who was going to hold him back. Can you imagine being in his position? How loudly you would cry out. You had one chance to get his attention. And you knew that if you did, you could be healed and whole. So when Jesus hears him say, Lord, I want to receive my sight, he's not the only one who heard that. And this is the second reason why Jesus asked. This man was known by everyone in Jericho and everyone who would pass in and out of Jericho for sitting by the roadside and asking for alms. Every day, that was his job. He was a beggar, and people knew him as a beggar. So he could have said, Lord, can you give me some alms? It's not, it's not out of the realm of possibility. But that was not what Bartimaeus wanted from Jesus. He didn't want coins. He didn't want food. He didn't want drink. He didn't want clothing. He wanted to see. And so everyone around Jesus, this whole huge crowd, heard this blind man say, Lord, I want to receive my sight. Making it a public miracle. 
So all could see that this man received his sight from Jesus. Who has ever heard of someone healing the blind? This is attributed in the Old Testament to the power of God and God alone. And Jesus wanted everyone to see that he was God in the flesh. And so he said, receive your sight. Those three words. Receive your sight. And immediately, Bartimaeus' eyes were opened and the very first face that he got to look at was the face of God Almighty in the flesh. God has become man and dwelt in us full of grace and truth and we have beheld His glory. And Bartimaeus on that day the very first thing he saw was the glory of God. What a, what a tre- treasure. What a precious gift. And then he said, Your faith has made you well. What a beautiful miracle. I want to close, not with my own words, but with the words of St. Nikolai Velomirovich, because he says what I would love to say so profoundly. And I don't usually read during my sermons, but just bear with me and listen very attentively to what he's saying. He said, Ultimately, God gave men eyes that they should, looking on this world, see a near reflection of that other existing immortal world. Too many people direct their gaze only to this sensual world, completely blind in soul to God and the heavenly world. Have their eyes not worked to their spiritual loss? Their eyes have not helped them to find the path to eternal truth, but have turned them from those first good paths on which God places all young souls into the thickets and thorns of this world. How many, not just thousands, but millions of human beings there are whose eyes have brought total ruin to their souls. Indeed, were a man able to count all the victims of greedy and satiated eyes, he would not be able to hold back from crying out, the blind are to be envied. The Lord Jesus never said a single He never said that a single physically blind man who came to Him was blind. He never called it out. Though He did did say this of the elders of the people, their spiritual leaders and the scribes, who had eyes but saw nothing. He who is physically blind is blind for a time in this world. But he who is spiritually blind is blind in both worlds for all time and all eternity. Physical blindness is only a pale image of spiritual blindness. It is is a clear warning to the spiritually blind who do not see God or His kingdom that they must come to themselves and be healed while there is still time. Blind eyes do not come from God. But as long as there are the spiritually blind who do not see God in their hearts, 
God will give an image of their blindness in the closed eyes of the physically blind. The blindness of physical eyes, therefore, has a profound spiritual significance and has an explanation in spiritual understanding. He who has no knowledge of spiritual understanding will marvel open-mouthed at a blind man, being filled with pity and saying to himself, Thank God I'm not blind. Who tells you that you are not blind? Why do you feel pity towards one who is sent to you by mysterious providence out of pity for you? Were you not spiritually blind, a blind man would not be here before you. But you... But he has appeared as a living diagnosis of your sickness, your inner blindness. Can we not see God's finger here? That there are among the poor the greatest number of the blind in the world. A blind man, even though he himself does not see, must inevitably be more and more seen. He thus serves mankind as a living reminder from the other world. If a blind man has only called forth sympathy from you and you, have, and you have put your hand in your pocket and have given alms, neither you nor he has played out his main role. The blind man's main role is in this encounter with you is by his external blindness to show you your inner blindness. Let me repeat that. The blind man's role in this encounter with you by his external blindness is to show you your inner blindness. And your main role in this case is to take this teaching to heart, to cry out at your own blindness and to run to be healed of your blindness as quickly as possible. So my dear brothers and sisters, we are to look at the faith of Bartimaeus, this blind man, and we are to imitate it. We are to see in ourselves our own need as he did. To see that Jesus is coming by and that we have one opportunity even though God grant us many years, we might have many opportunities. But we are to call out like He did. Jesus, have mercy on me. And not let anything or anyone who is sick from spiritual blindness hold us back. But to cry out all the more, Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me. A sinner. <clears throat> To see our own sinfulness and to be in desperation and have the faith that only Jesus and He alone can heal us because He is the God-man. May we see this blindness and may we also receive the sight of our inner eye. Amen.